Welcome to the Best Things Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on all the socials at Best Things Pod as well. Now, here are your hosts, Craig and Aaron. Hello, Internet. Welcome in to the Best Things Podcast. My name is Craig. His name is Aaron. Welcome to the show, everybody. Happy New Year, 2024. Did you ever think you'd leave, live to see the day? 2024. Well, yeah, I did. <laughs> you, at least hope, you at least hope you did. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Uh, um, are, I think about this every year, every New Year. When I was a kid, you know, you have no semblance of time when you're young, you know? And so I remember thinking 2000, you know, everything was 2000. Everything was futuristic was 2000 something. And now here we are 24 years after that. All the movies that we watched as a kid where it talked about the future are now in the, they're in the <laughs> their yeah. future is in our past. And boy, did they get a lot of it wrong. <laughs> they got a lot wrong. What was the best thing of 2023 for you? I mean, <laughs> it would have to be the birth of my daughter. I thought I might stump <laughs> you there. I thought I might get you. No, uh, that was not. Was that not the best thing of your 2023? <laughs> my son was born in 2022. I know. <laughs> I, I momentarily forgot that a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, you did. I was, I was thinking the other night, Harrison is 12 months old. That's true. He has seen 2022, 2023, and now 2024. Wow. It's crazy. Uh huh. He probably didn't see much of 2022. His eyes were closed <laughs> yeah, a lot. But they were. <laughs> those moments. Uh, uh, highlight of 2023. How about the Rangers winning the World Series for me? That's a good one. Yeah. For you. For me. Yeah. That That's one of my highlights. That's the only sports highlight for the year. Yes. Uh, I mean, we beat Duke again. Uh, the Razorbacks did. Yeah. That that was a highlight for sure. Um there's I mean, there was twenty twenty three. I don't know if this was this way for you guys. It just flew by. It like, was fast. I don't even remember half of it. <laughs> I don't either. I mean, it's just you blink and it was a new a new year. I anticipate this year will be just as fast. The first birthday, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Doing Our, that. Ours is coming up in a couple of months. So you had you you had first Christmas, first Christmas, yeah, all um, of those things. That was that was fun. Um, we got to you know do the whole gift thing with her, not understanding what in the world's going on. Uh, more more interested in the paper, yeah, and the- which you know it's funny we you know there was. I don't know. We, we may have more Christmases to to go through than you do, just because yeah. kind of we have all these different families, but. By the end of it, she was kind of over it. She was kind of just done. <laughs> like she's like, "I'm." I, you keep having me do the same thing over and over again. I'm kind of over it. We were enjoying it though. Oh yeah, we were having fun for sure. And all the grandparents, you know, are just eating it up. Um, today, speaking of the years, Aaron, would you say 2024 is the sequel to 2023? Ooh. Hmm. I mean, it does follow 2023. Yeah. Is Uh, it going to be a continuation, though, of 2023? Or is it a reboot? Lord, let's hope it's not a reboot. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I heard that it's a reboot of 2020. 
Oh, really? Who's saying that? I don't know. In what context? Like, are we having another pandemic happening? Pandemic? What pandemic? What are we going to have? Uh, is monkeypox coming uh, back? There, there's some <laughs> some sort of... The plague? Thing. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. It's also an election year. That's true. I mean, things never go wrong in election years. Oh, yeah. No, so, never. That's buckle never, up for that never one. Never one time happened. I'm sure this will be fine. <laughs> uh, I just finished my uh, annual... Uh, election cycle watching of the west wing again oh yeah i did it early this year because i guess in my mind i'm like well they've, they've started campaigning i might as well right. start, start watching it uh today guys we are talking about movie sequels um this is something we've had on the board for a minute now and uh, we love talking about movies and uh so today we're going to be talking about the best movie sequels and so if you're brand new to the podcast and you've made it five minutes into our banter uh Basically, what we do is we're going to spend some time talking about it, and then we're going to bracket it out at the end to determine once and for all what the best movie sequel is of all time. Um, we were we were pretty much off for the month of December. I mean, we both just said it. You know, first Christmas here, technically second Christmas, right? Felt but, more like the first yeah. one. Uh, and so lots of family stuff and lots of just stuff going on. Yeah, it's just, it was hard to get recording. Very busy yeah. season. So uh, we're back in it again. And uh, are you ready to, to dive into the world of sequels? Let's let's uh, jump. <laughs> let's let's hop. I don't, I don't know. What are we doing in 2024? As Stephen Curtis Chapman once said, I'm diving in. I'm oh, going yeah. deep. There in we go. my head. Before we can figure out the best thing, we have to talk about all the things. It's time for The Thing About The Things. You know, that Stephen Curtis Chapman song was a bop back in the day. It was a certified banger. He's a, he, he's still touring or touring again. Yeah, he's still, isn't he? He's still doing some stuff. He's still out there. People are getting old. People are getting old, man. It is it is weird to see all these people you grew up with or these you know celebrities or figures that you remember seeing as a kid start to really age. But we're aging too. Yeah, aging. We're not, <laughs> not aged. Well, I heard Asian. Oh, <laughs> we're Asian too. No, we're aging. Um, okay, Aaron, you want to kick us off? Okay, absolutely. We don't have any kind of order. We're just gonna no order, just random, just rapid fire. We fire. we're going to take four items each. That's correct. From sir. this button right here by hitting the bell. Yeah. And with that sound, let me go ahead and just take one. Okay. I want to add it to the board. I want to start 2024 off right. Coming in hot. Uh, let's see. I think I'm going number one. Whoa. I'm going number one. Put Top Gun Maverick up Dad there. Comet. That was going to be my, one of my number ones for sure. It is. We didn't necessarily say that we are talking sequels better than the originals, although that that can fit into the context of the discussion. It's probably going to end up being some of the top eight. I sure. think there's absolutely no... Is there anybody who would argue Top Gun is better than Top Gun Maverick? I don't think so. I went back and watched Top Gun after Top Gun Maverick. Same here. And it it, it doesn't hold a candle. It's good. It's good. But it's 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 ridiculously slow once you watch it back <laughs> the experience of top gun maverick in the theater oh man was one of the all-time best movie experiences absolutely 
just, ah. I mean, I went and watched it twice in the, I don't know people that went three and four times yeah. to watch it. It was, there was just something, I don't know. It was, it was incredible. I mean, it, it paid a good homage to, yes, to the original, but it moved the plot forward. Um, it was a modern take. It had a great cast. Uh, and it, it did the same thing that the original Top Gun did, which was it made you feel like you're in the cockpit. Like it, it, it gave you that kind of dopamine adrenaline boost, at least for, for a lot of us. Um, but it, all the in-between fighting stuff was actually also good. The plot yes. was also very well done. Yes. I have it as a 10 out of 10 on my IMDb list. Really? I don't know. I don't, have a, I don't have but a handful of 10 out of 10s. Maverick is one of them. It gets an 8.3 on IMDb. Uh, boy, I think that ought to be bumped up a little bit. Yeah, it does have an 8. Watching, I have it a 9. Watching those those scenes from behind the scenes footage. Yeah. Seeing how it was done. They're flying the planes. They were, yeah. And Tom Cruise is, uh, he's still got it. He does. He's absolutely still got it. The dude's how old? He's like 60. S- yeah, see something, and he still absolutely has it. And I like the I like what they did with Val Kilmer. Yes, they did that tastefully. Yes, and they didn't shy away from it. And I, I think that was a really, really creative way and a, a great homage to to him because they could have easily left him out or oh, had yeah. him as a figurehead or something in the background, but they they brought him up front of the screen. And we got to say this by the way: spoiler alerts for all these movies that we're going to talk. So if, if we mention a movie and you haven't seen it yet, you're going to get some spoilers. I'm, we're not saying spoiler alert every time. No. Uh, but it had a great cast. Miles Teller was really good in this, playing Rooster. Um, Jennifer Conley did a great job. Um, John Hamm was really good in this Ooh, as well. He was. Did a really good job. Uh, Glenn Powell. Man, Glenn Powell, um, I don't know him very well i don't know a lot of stuff that he's in this may be the only movie i know him in but he has become this kind of rom-commy heartthrob uh since this movie started or, or came out um yeah i mean all the special effects which were it was very little cgi if i remember right it was mostly the, practical yeah so, it was it was just phenomenal start to finish absolute thrill ride on the edge of your seat mm-hmm Emotional ro- <clears throat> emotional roller coaster. Oh, yeah. Especially there toward the end. Yeah. yeah it was just... think he's a goner and he's uh, not. I mean, as soon as it was available to purchase the movie, I had to buy it. It's I good. mean, it's it's wonderful. The rewatchability of Top Gun Maverick high. is very high. High. Very, very, very high. high. Yeah. Man, you came out strong. Two. You came out super strong. One, two punch. <laughs> um. I don't know. I don't see. I don't know what my number one's going to be. So I'm going to. I don't want you to take it, but I'm, I don't know what it's going to be yet. Um, I am going to go ahead and take this one though. I just don't know where I'm going to put it yet. Captain America: Winter Soldier. Yes. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna tentatively put this. I want to put it at two right now. Yep, that's where I would say that it belongs. Um. I could easily see something, though. I mean, in my mind, the top eight that I have in my mind, you could put them almost anywhere. If 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 
We'll, we'll have to see once this bracket gets filled out, but I think you could put a lot of them in. Here. I have a concern that eight spots may not, is not enough may for not some be. of the great sequels yeah. that, I, that are there. I agree. Something, something good is getting left out. We may get to the end of it and be like, you know what? There's only eight great sequels, but I don't think that's going to be the case. We may have some I, buys. We may have to add a couple buys. Uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Let's try it again. Back up. Captain America Winter Soldier is one of, to me, the better Marvel MCU movies that exist. Agree or disagree? Agree. It does not feel like your over-the-top superhero movie. No. It's almost like a more of a spy thriller. Yes, absolutely. Where you we have this hero who's trying to put this thing together as he goes throughout the whole... It's what, honestly, it's to me, it's what always made Batman films so good is because Batman was known as a detective, and so he was trying to piece together this thing. It's what made the new Chris, uh, Matt Reeves Batman so good. Yes. It's what made Christopher Nolan's Batman so good, is he's trying to figure this out. And in this movie, Winter Soldier, he's trying to piece this together. Plus, you've got this, this back and forth between Cap and Bucky, and yeah. there's this history, there's the amnesia side of it, there's this plot behind. I mean, it's just very, very, very well done. I'm trying to get it. I saw it on this list from Rotten Tomatoes. They have the top 100 best sequels of all time, according to the tomato meter. Yeah. And where did I see? I felt like it was way too low. It has a 7.8 on Rotten or uh, IMDb. I've got it as an 8. I've got it as an 8 also. That's why I feel like it's a it's a good two seed. Yeah. Um, of course, you have all the 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 characters you would expect: Chris Evans, Sam Jackson, Scarlett Johansson, Rob Redford, Sebastian Stan, Anthony Mackie, uh, Kobe Smolders. <coughs> excuse me. Um, all doing a great job. Haley Atwell comes in as Peggy Carter, um, a cameo by Stan Lee, of course. Of course. Uh, but you get into some areas of the MCU that you don't normally see. Um, you would eventually learn to, but, but when this movie came out, you hadn't seen those areas yet, you know, the behind the scenes and the, 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 the kind of the CIA ish side of, of shield and Marvel and stuff like that. And they did a really good job with it. And the action was great. It was a lot of hand to hand combat. Oh yeah. And so, you know, you, when you talk about sequels, this was a, a direct sequel to, um, Captain America, the first Avenger, but you know, and we, we, we talked about this before we hit record. Like these, these Marvel movies, they all kind of follow in different timelines and they follow one another in release date. So what's a sequel to what? So for the purposes of this podcast, we're talking like character, you know, so this would go for uh, the first Captain America. That first Captain America was much more, it was a little bit more campy, you know, of course you're leaning toward, was it World War II or Two. one? So you're leaning into that. So it's like, you know, here's our, our mascot for the war. And um, this one was definitely more gritty. Gritty. Yeah, that's a good word for it. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has it as the 49th best sequel of all time. Wow. I, f I feel, I mean, that breaks the, the top half because this is the top 100. Yeah. It still feels a little low. But I think that it should be quite a bit higher than 49th. And I feel like we need to, and those, I don't know if this clip will make it to TikTok, but these are just two guys' opinions here, okay? And we, when I was going through these lists, there's a lot of these sequels I have not seen. There's a lot of these sequels I have not even seen the original one to. Sure. And so, 
we're probably going to leave off something from somebody's list that they think yeah. is the greatest movie of all time. I'm sorry, we either haven't seen it or it just wasn't our cup of tea. We are, pro- I would consider both of us average guys, just average movie watchers. We're not yep. into the film and, and film noir and the intricate. No. We like some of that, but like for the most part, we're just, we like a good popcorn movie. We want to be entertained, we want to be invested. And so to see it at 49, I, that's why I'm not, what you said it was 49 or 42? 49. 49. I, I'm not surprised because people putting that list together or the Rotten Tomatoes people, you know, they're they're probably looking for different people who, most people are probably not going on Rotten Tomatoes and, and IMDb, your average person, and, and putting their scores on there. We're a little bit extra in that category. But you're, you're super hardcore into every little plot line and detail and continuity and cinematography. Those people are. What else you got? Well, we're going to keep the button magic Hi, rolling or we, yeah, we want to take a break. No, we're, I'm taking the button. <laughs> okay. And I don't know what I want to take. There's a lot uh, of good But I think, I, I know I can't go wrong by taking this. No. Well, I don't know. I haven't heard you yet, but. <laughs> I want Star Wars. The Empire Strikes Back. Well done, sir. Well done. And I think I want it number two. Also well done. Uh, I was not alive when The Empire Strikes Back came out. That's a true story. But big Star Wars fan. And I do remember seeing it for the first time. Although you already kind of know the spoilers of the movie. Right. Can, but when it originally came out, the follow-up of The Empire Strikes Back, the 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 reaction from those who were just seeing it. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? Like, you're finding all of this out, you know, about about Darth and Luke and their yeah. relationship. You see the the uh the the attack on uh well I just went went blank. Uh I have to look it up now. Um <laughs> anyway, all of these people are just discovering all of this. I mean you're you're just learning the Star Wars universe. When I think of Star I think with anybody thinks of Star Wars and the characters that go with Star Wars, this is where it started. Yeah, a new hope. It was really focused in on Luke's story. Yes, it was Luke it's and his Obi-Wan. origin. Yeah, when you get to Empire, you're you're talking Yoda and Darth yes. Vader and Boba Fett, and you just really are diving deep. Ta- uh, you know, you had Tatooine in the other one. You have uh, what's it called? Uh, I can't remember. But you have you've got all these these other characters really making their their presence known. Um, Han Solo and Princess Leia's relationship deepens there. You, you've just got a lot of, of other stuff happening in Star Wars that really begins. I think I'm trying to explain a new hope was, was groundbreaking and empire took it to like the stratosphere. Oh yeah. It was the perfect sequel. Yes. And it's absolutely one of the top eight. Absolutely. In my opinion. Yeah. 
I I think that you can make the argument it is a top four sequel of all time. I mean, just the reaction that people had to this movie and the, the introduction, everything that it it did. Agree. Yeah, I mean, I I love Return of the Jedi. You could make an argument it could go in a number one spot. Yeah, it, it would not. Yeah, if if yeah, one no. of us said that goes in a number one spot, I I don't think I would be mad at it at all. No. But but you have I feel like things like Maverick, the reception that it had as the sequel, Empire Strikes Back, uh, and maybe it especially because of what it did for the rest of the the franchise. Mm-hmm. Top Gun Maverick's just sort of a you know a bow on right. one story. It's not yeah. like there's a franchise that's going to follow this. I I, I hope not. Well. <laughs> I would love to see it, but like, I if don't it's want done right. Yeah, I don't want them to maybe. tarnish it. You know, right. it ended exactly. so well. But Empire Strikes Back was absolutely the the film of the Star Wars oh, franchise that I think really yeah hooked people. Well, because you had that 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 plot point, that twist. You know, and again, we're just spoiling stuff. When you find out Darth is Luke's father, like, and just that moment. Well, it's one of the. It's, it, that's got to be maybe the most quoted line from the entire franchise. Misquoted. Misquoted. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I mean, that scene of him hanging off, you know, is iconic. I mean, hang it in the Louvre. Like it is, it is, it is. Oh yeah. Legendary. And so, and, and th- this is where I say, otherwise this just becomes a Star Wars podcast. And maybe we've never done a Star Wars podcast. I don't think have we, we? haven't. No. Uh, Maybe Star Wars Day this year. We yes. need to we need to work in a Star yes. Wars episode. We're gonna do that because I feel like there's some good Star Wars movies that may get left out. Oh yeah, if you're a fan of the franchise, right? You could you could easily put another one or two Star Wars films. I think into yeah. this list as sequels. The Last Jedi is just fantastic. <laughs> you remember that thing we talked about where we were talking about doing a worst episode? Yeah. <laughs> There's also room to talk about some of the worst. <laughs> the, the Last Jedi, Jurassic World 3. Uh, tw- 2020 to 2023 has seen some really bad, some bad sequels, sequels yeah. and remakes and things it's like that. It's reminiscent of the 90s <laughs> sequels because there's a lot of bad ones that they were just cash grabs. Um, okay, well, man, if you're going to keep bringing heavy hitters, I'm going to bring a heavy hitter back with it. Okay. okay. I'm going to go Avengers Infinity War. Okay. And am I allowed? Can I can I tie Endgame in with it? Can I make that a twofer? I mean, it it feels like it was the second part. Yeah, it was just a. But that's what a sequel is. <laughs> it's a second part. It felt like there was just this intermission. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, and that was the back half of the movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's if I, all one story, if I have to pick one, I'm picking infinity war. And I've said this on the pod before. I think infinity war might be the superior movie just because of, it has a, a richer and deeper plot for me. And I love the way it ends on that cliffhanger. It Ooh. ends with defeat. Superhero movies don't do that. Yeah, it was. And again, you talk about reaction. This was what I was alive for. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> so watching the immediate reaction of people yes. after the snap. Yes. 
just people on social media just stopping. going absolutely nuts. This is wild. And then with Endgame, seeing them all come back. Oh, man. I still go online every couple of months and watch those reaction videos where I'm seeing Cap up there. And I, you hear on your left and just the the, the theater just it's, losing it's, their it's, minds. Oh, man. It is just those kinds of experiences, man. That's what when they were talking about getting rid of theaters, like the end of the movie theater, I'm like, please no. Maybe for, you know, Trolls 3. That, that's fine. Straight to streaming. But you can't take away that experience. I mean, I just got goosebumps again <laughs> thinking about the, the last half of Endgame. Yeah. It's just so good. So, and when we talk about Avengers, okay, so if I'm, if I'm permitted to do that, I'm going to put it... Rotten Tomatoes puts Endgame at number 22. I am really torn here because there's another one that I'm tempted to... Ah! <laughs> oh, I don't know! <sighs> I'm going to temper... I'm going to put... I'm going to put it number one right now. I'm just going to put Avengers there. At number one right now... And it could get beaten. It could be some things could get shifted around. But when we talk about Avengers Infinity War and Endgame, we, we've talked about it already. Like just the the cinematic, the theatrical moment that it was. But it was also the, the, the accumulation of 11 films at that point. A decade's it, worth of yeah. content. You're, in, you're deeply invested. Deeply invested. Into the MCU here. So all these characters that you have now watched for a decade, there were there were people that have that you grew up with them. Literally grew up with these characters. And credit Marvel, and we talked about this in our Marvel episode. Like Marvel did a fantastic job. And I think it's where DC really fumbled the ball. Marvel did a great job because they didn't have a choice when they started. They had to pick lesser known characters. And they had to give them this 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 story. And because of that, I think they had a lot of freedom to do a lot of fun stuff with it. And we've seen that pay off. DC has not had that luxury. They, they took characters that were beloved for generations and are trying to do something new with it. And you're seeing with James Gunn, they're, they're backtracking, yada, yada, yada. But you had become invested in the backstories of all these characters and the relationships that they had. And seeing... Seeing Peter Parker, who people had now grown to love over the last couple of years, say, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. Right. <laughs> that just hurt. That hurt. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I saw a theory online that the only, you know, no other character hurt. Everybody else just kind of, you know, floated away. Peter Parker was the only one that hurt. And people were like, well, I wonder why that is. And they said it's because of his spidey sense. Because he is more sensitive mm. to all those other things Thanks. outside yeah. that he yeah. felt that more than most people, which I thought was an interesting take. Okay, Rotten Tomatoes brings Infinity War in at number seventy-two. Travesty. In game at twenty-two, so they say Infinity War is fifty spots behind it. Wow. Based on it on its rating, I mean, it got an eighty-five percent, and uh, in game. What did I say? Number 22, it received a 94% rating. Interesting. I wonder why. I wonder why they're hating on it. Because to me, I, I, I like the setup more than I do. Now, I loved in-game. I, I absolutely loved it. That's why I like tying them together. I don't like separating them. Because to me, you're right. They are, they are, they are two pieces of the same puzzle. Like they are, they are 1A and 1B. 
Um, are you a, are you a beginnings or an endings person? I don't even know what that means. Do you like beginnings better or endings? I like both. You can't have one without the other. Uh, you can make an argument for either one of them, though. Uh, how? <laughs> you can't. You can't. Now, I, I don't want to start something if I can't finish it, unless it's bad. <laughs> but I well, don't want to know the ending before I watch the beginning either. I would say... I'm a completionist. Is that a thing? And the reason I ask this is because th- these two films end the decade run that was this MCU. This part of the uh, the phase. What was it? Phase one? No. If they were into phase two, maybe even three by then. Were they into phase three by then? So it wraps up this entire story arc, though. Yes. But Infinity War is the beginning of the finale. Endgame is the ending of the finale. Now, when I think of beginnings and endings, I like beginnings because everything's exciting. It's new. This is, this is wonderful. Uh, endings, you know, I'm always... I, I'm not an endings person. I I hate the end of the holiday season. It's always discouraging, depressing. I'm always just really very disappointed when Christmas is over and New Year's is over and all that. Uh, we talked in our months. I hate January. I hate February. Um, I'm just, I'm not. I thought you were a beginnings person. That's the beginnings of the year. <laughs> I know, but it's it's depressing to go into this because the end of the best part of the year has just happened. <laughs> The beginning of the holiday season is, yeah. is is it, you know, the the burr months as we discussed yeah. in that in that episode. So endings that's people dying. Their life is over. Or coming back in in this case. So you uh, you got to decide. I like uh, this I guess this is the reason I, I I don't know that I can decide because I do like both. I like, you know, we we we've talked in several different episodes about different movies that are rewatchable. And the reason why they're so rewatchable is because you see stuff that you miss, but you can only see those things after you know the whole thing. So, when you're rewatching Tenet, you you have to know the ending in order to understand when you rewatch it all the stuff that happens in the rest of the movie. That's true. And so the same thing with Infinity War and Endgame. Like, I, I need to know, I, I want to be invested enough during the whole process to have that that hit of dopamine when they come back at the end. <laughs> you know, I, I need I need to, to be invested. The reason I, and the reason I would say I, I would lean Infinity War over Endgame is because, I mean, I, I, like I said, the ending of Infinity War was just so unique and different. That doesn't happen. But in Endgame, you know, you're you're going through 80% of the movie with, without a lot of these characters that you love. And you don't see them. Um, you're going, uh, you know, the time travel aspect, some people really love it. Some people could do without it. Some people really hate it. Um, but, you know, it just felt like the whole movie was, the whole movie was about going at about 60 miles an hour until it got to that final battle, then it really cranked up. And so for me, that that's the only reason I would, I would lean infinity war. Okay. So you are taking infinity war and, and not in, we're going to just do a single movie here. If I got to take both, if I can take both, I'm taking both. If I got to pick one, I'm picking infinity war, pick one infinity war. Okay. And you put it where 
See, if I'm doing both, I'm putting it number one. If I got to pick only one, then I might move it to three. Wow. Or I might move Winter Soldier down. I'll figure that out later. Okay. Then I'm going to continue the the run here of just adding movies. <laughs> a a lot of times we talk about things and... Uh, yeah, this is going to be the best eight, apparently. Yeah. We, I guess at the end, we just go to honorable mentions. I guess so, yeah. And again, I, oh man, there's there's two more that I really want. And uh, I'm going to, I'm going to take, I may be making a mistake here. I'm, I, I've got a... I've, I've got to take something, but I've got to play my opponent as well. Okay. Number three. <laughs> this is a lot of, this better be good. This is a lot of buildup. Number four. Number four. And then if You're I look at the matchups, if, if I, if I, number three. <laughs> And then if I don't get what I want, the other one, I can. Okay. Number three. <laughs> say any of these. <laughs> I want to add Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Good good pick. That was on my list, too. Would you say it's better than uh, Raiders? <laughs> yeah. Would you? Yeah. I, I think it's close. They're really close. All three of them I, are really close. The first mm. three. I'm not counting Crystal Skull and all that stuff. Part of me wanted to put Dial of Destiny on here. It was a redemptive movie for it, sure. It, it, <laughs> it, it helped save the indie franchise, <laughs> I think. absolutely right. And I think it got a lot of hate. I didn't understand because I, I kept seeing so many people react to Dial of Destiny as, oh, this is a terrible uh, film and and I I just watched it recently as I wait I didn't see it in theaters and I waited for it to hit streaming so I just watched it in the last month and I was I was very pleased yeah I was too. with the send off for indie but Last Crusade I mean it's Sean Connery come on that's the, all you need to say the yeah <laughs> absolutely Steven Spielberg. And at some point we we're going we have him on our list. We do, and I, I'm really excited for that one. And I think that, that there could be to save time here. I think we could have a, a deeper discussion on Spielberg and his impact on films like this. At that point, um, I mean, this I, is it's another George George Lucas is making his second appearance. Yes. Harrison Ford making a second appearance on this list. It felt like Last Crusade because Temple of the Doom, uh, T- Temple of Doom is the one that's my least favorite of the three. Yeah, agree. Last Crusade feels like it brings back some of those same things that were in mm-hmm. Raiders. Yeah, and it's uh, in fact, where did I just see this? This one was very high on. BuzzFeed? Maybe it was Rotten Tomatoes. I didn't realize that was River Phoenix's young indie in the movie. Oh, I didn't either. <clears throat> I mean, I loved the dynamic between Sean Connery and Harrison Ford's characters in that movie. 
that just that dynamic of father son was just really 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 good. And you had uh, what's his name? Do you still like Raiders better than Last Crusade? I, I would probably give it a little bit of the edge over personally over Last Crusade. Um, and it, I think it's more just that's the one I think I may watch the most. The most, and I think so that so I know it better. I I, I yeah I. I'm not convinced that I want to say this is better than the original, but as far as a sequel goes, yeah, great sequel. It's a great sequel, fantastic sequel. It, it's very close though for me, and I go back and forth when I watch them on which one I like the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're very close to me. Though. Sometimes it's just which one you've watched more recently. More, re- yeah, <laughs> yeah, you have that recently bias. Uh, okay, it comes in at 65 on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, gets an 8.2 on IMDb. I have it as a nine. I gave it an eight. But again, I think I was ranking that or rating it after not seeing it for a while, just going back through and rating. Solid movie. Love it. Great. And I I do wish, you know, the whole Crystal Skull thing, they were trying to set up Shia LaBeouf as possibly Indiana's replacement. And it didn't work. And I, I would love to see more of these types of movies. Yep. I don't know that they can directly connect them, though. I, I think they would almost have to reboot it, don't you? If, if we wanted to see more of this. I mean, is there a path to, to connect? I mean, they connected uh, Ghostbusters really well. Um, and I might, I didn't have that on this list, but we can mention that later. The The all-female cast, not to be sexist or anything, but just that was just not a good movie. It wasn't a good movie. The reboot that they did, or the, the the newest sequel, Afterlife, was a great sequel, um, and they connected them really well. So they're they're transitioning to a new cast, but they connected it really well. And so I I'm I'm open to that idea. I don't think though that the that um, Dial of Destiny really did it did anything to connect them, did they? <laughs> to create a continuation that could keep going, you get the you get the story of the daughter, right? So do you follow her? I don't know. I think, though, that you would probably have to do a reboot on it. You know what I could see them doing? Because you know who's having a moment right now. I don't think he was in Last Crusade. Um, the kid, Short Round, who was in, uh, was he in Temple of Doom? I don't know if he was in Temple of Doom or not. Let's see. I think he was. You know who I'm talking about? Short round? The the kid? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kehu Kwan. He's having a moment right now. He's in Loki. He was in everything all at once. Everything everywhere all at once. He's he's having a moment. He came back to acting and he's been in everything. Okay. Like I could see maybe something to do with him in the future. I could see maybe them approaching him and saying, would you like to continue this legacy in some some aspect? I don't know what he would do, but, and I'm not sure how, he, I don't even know if they kind of put a bow on his story if he just wasn't in the last one. But maybe they could go back and follow him. I don't know if he could have that Indiana Jones swagger, but maybe he teams up with somebody who does. I, I don't know. If you had to recast, if we were rebooting Indiana Jones, who's playing Indiana Jones right now? John Krasinski. Ooh. Do you think he's grizzled enough? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. 
I mean, he is Jack Ryan. Yeah. 13 hours. Right. He's done a lot of those. I guess I don't, when I think of Indiana Jones, I think of a crotchety guy, guy though, like a grizzly crotchety, you know, just don't want to be here angry at the world, grumpy old man kind of, kind of person. Because even in the in the earlier movies, Indiana Jones was kind of that way. Like he was so aggravated. Yeah, he was aggravated at everybody for keep messing up his plan. I, I just don't see John Krasinski as okay. that. I, every every other aspect, I, I who, see. Who do you see? I don't know. That's just it. I, I don't know who it would be. Harrison Ford was just so iconic that I don't know. I don't know who it would be. Do you even dare reboot it, man? I don't. I don't know that you do. I don't know that anybody can touch at it. At least right now. Yeah, give I it think, 30 years. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. This has got to be something like when we're old yeah. that it gets rebooted. And then we get angry about it because we're old. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you, you. I don't think you can reboot that right now for sure. It's got to be well after Harrison Ford has passed. Agreed. She's getting up there. He's I, up there. I hate to say that, but he's getting up there. Okay, man. We've hit some heavy hitters. We only have... You've only got I, one I got left. One spot. I, got, I got two left. We're going to go ahead and get it out of the way. Okay. Because we know everybody's thinking about it. I know you've thought about it. You're probably just waiting on me to say it. We got to talk about The Dark Knight. Yeah, that, I, that's where I was torn on the last one, wanting to take it. Figured it was had to be on your list for yeah. sure. And I, I'm not sure. I, this is where I'm torn because I don't know where to put it. Because we, okay. we labeled it the best Christopher Nolan movie. It's been the best Batman. It's been the best of so many different things. I hate not putting it number one, and I think it's worthy of it. And I think is it the best Batman sequel? Yes, it's not close. Well, and I think I'm going to have to shift some things around. I hate dropping Winter Soldier down, though. The Dark Knight comes in at number 25 on Rotten Tomatoes' top 100 sequels. That seems like it's a little low. I'd have to look and see what they have above it, but... I'm gonna, I am gonna—I got to shift some things around, and I'm going to just bump everything down one. i got to put The Dark Knight number one. Is The Dark Knight better than Batman Returns? Yes. Absolutely. Do you think it's not? I, I, I didn't say that. The, you're the look on your face. I'm just says otherwise. thinking through if it's better. I remember seeing somebody earlier, and I thought I had it pulled up because I wanted to get your reaction to it. And I had to reboot my computer earlier, and I may have lost it. I, but they one article had. Batman Returns as the best sequel. Maybe this is it right here. I don't know how you put that as, as the best sequel. The high water mark of superhero films. This is from Variety. Okay, I'm, I'm interested. I'm leaning in. Everything about this sequel was done with utmost attention to detail. Take the intro. Instead of fixating on yet another origin story from the Cape Crusader, Tim Burton turns his lens into the film's villain. Well, it's a sequel. You've already told his, his, his background story. Uh, let's see. Michael Keaton's Batman paired with Burton's world legitimized the whole operation. 
The cushion provided the previous films, 1989 Batman, uh, allowed audiences to really bask in the insanity of this production. And Batman Returns Gotham, a bomb could be a red and white twirling toy, but also actually almost kill Batman. A woman with cat ears is a perfectly stitched pleather suit can lick our hero's face and make it both weird and wildly sexy at the same time. This sequel houses career-making performances from Danny DeVito, Christopher Walken, and without a shred of doubt, Michelle Pfeiffer. She put a bird in her mouth and pretended to eat it like a cat. <laughs> Anne Hathaway could never. <laughs> Not only is this a great sequel, one might say it's even the greatest Batman movie ever made. Yeah, I, I got a strong disagree on that. It's it's good. I, I think Batman, the original, is better than Returns. You think Batman is better than Returns? Yeah. I mean, I love DeVito. DeVito, De, DeVito is Penguin to me. Like, all these other Penguins are, are fine. Uh, now, Colin Farrell did a great job. I think yes. he was a great Penguin. Uh, and he's getting his own series coming out soon. But to me, Danny DeVito is, is Penguin. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer did a great job as Catwoman. Um, but no, I, I, I'm, no I, I think Dark Knight still... I'm taking Dark Knight. And listen, we hear you guys on TikTok. We've, we've heard a lot of people say on TikTok, like, Dark Knight's overrated. You just like it because Heath Ledger died. No, uh, it, it's objectionally a, a great movie. It is a fantastic top-tier film. Um, and it's not just because of that tragedy. It's not just because of his... His performance had a lot to do with it. And that's one thing... I, okay, soapbox time. You ready? Here we go. A lot of people say, hey, you just like the mo movie because of his performance. Well, guess what? He's in the movie. <laughs> that's part of the movie. <laughs> the per performances matter. Like, yeah, and, you, and just, you just like the movie because of the writing and directing. Well, duh. <laughs> of course, that's the whole point. So I'm going to put it number one. Okay. And not feel bad about it. Are you sure? Uh, yeah, I'm sure. So, you think it is in your book? It's the greatest sequel of all time. Well, I would I would have put Empire. Okay, I would have put Empire number one, but you took it. Okay, so Dark Knight goes there for me. Okay, you gonna hit the button again? We're we just gonna keep rolling. <sighs> it's my final spot, right? Yeah, you got one left, and this is this becomes very difficult trying to figure out what I'm putting in that last spot. I gotta, I gotta eliminate some. Do I go with, do I go with what I like best? Do I go with what I know has a, has a chance? What is it facing? It's facing the Dark Knight. It's, it's not probably going to win. Um, but what the heck? Let's give it a shot. Let's see if we can take down the Dark Knight. Okay. With a remake. Uh, not, not a remake with a with with a, with a different sequel. I'm here for it. I'm ready for it. I'm waiting. Prepared. Prepared my heart. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yes! I'm so glad you said that because I was tempted to put that on my table. <laughs> a lot of it people is, don't know that's a sequel. It is the best of the franchise. Absolutely. No, Hands down. no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Christmas Vacation, absolutely the best of the entire franchise. Rewatchability, obviously, is out of the park. Every year. It's, I see people 
I every single year I see people dressing as cousin Eddie. I see, in fact, on TikTok, I saw so many people this year doing impressions of Aunt Bethany. Yes. I see stuff in the stores. Mm -hmm. You have Christmas vacation stuff everywhere. The I have seen decorations of the electrified cat that you put next to your tree. (laughs) I don't. I don't know. Was the reception even as big? Was the movie That's as big point. then as it is now? I feel like it has just continued yeah. to to grow and grow and grow. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, it is. It is a probably top ten Christmas movie, easily. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be in your top ten. Um, I, and it's one of those movies. It's 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 funny enough. I feel like you can watch it in the middle of the year. Yeah, you know. It's it's just it's a funny movie i i saw videos i guess in the last year or so uh chevy chase remonologued some of his yeah uh dialogue he's getting old too oh he is he's getting old. all these guys man they're getting old yeah this is and again I, there's a lot of people that don't realize christmas vacation is a sequel that there was an original movie called just vacation and this came out as a sequel to that uh and i, I think it's undoubtedly the best the best yeah. of the entire franchise. So quotable. <laughs> that, his last rant, you know. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Yes. You know, it's just so good. Pass the Tylenol. <laughs> um, cousin Eddie. Cousin Eddie. We talked about it, I think, a couple years ago in our Christmas characters. Like, he was the best character of the entire movie. Yeah. Cousin Eddie is just, Randy Quaid just freaking crushed that I role. mean, when he shows up standing by Clark. <laughs> yes. And Clark. Just <laughs> He doesn't put two and two together. It's great. Uh, it's so I feel I, I don't feel bad about putting Christmas vacation. No, there, and you shouldn't. There's other there's, there's a lot of good m- ones. movies are getting left out that I think yeah. are viable. Uh, I agree. And I'm having a hard time figuring out what my I mean, it's going up against Top Gun. So I don't think it's going to have a chance at all. Um. Okay, instead of me saying one, can we can we talk through honorable mentions so I can wrap okay. my head around? Yep. Like, just talk through other ones. Um, what about? Uh, okay, I, I'm just gonna get this out of the way real quick. Godfather Two has been on every list, e- every list, and it it was incredible. I mean, it was it, it won six Oscars. The Godfather, I think, the original only won two. It was the first one, first sequel ever to win Best Picture. So it is a fantastic film. I'm gonna be honest though, I'm not. A big Godfather fan. No, it is so I've tried. slow. I've tried, and it's <laughs> it is ah, I can't. Mental Floss has it number five. Yeah, uh, where did I see it on this list? And I number know, seven. I'm, I'm not from a, Rotten Tomatoes. You can say what you want to. I don't know film. You're not very cultured. Whatever. I've just I've tried many times to watch the, the franchise. Yeah, like the I, question is, do you enjoy the movie? Oh, it, I can't get it, through it. <laughs> I understand it's won the awards. Oh, yeah. it, it has the accolades. It it has its following and its fans. And I love the like clips I'll see, like the certain clips I love. But when I try to sit down and watch just the whole as a whole, thing, it's just really hard to get through. It's kind of like you know trying to go back and watch Lord of the Rings. You know, it's, it's okay. It's long. It's it's slow at times. It's hard to get back into. It. So Lord of the Rings has a couple of movies, different ones that I've seen on different lists. I've asked some different friends. They put this in there. I haven't 
I haven't ever been able to get through the first film. <laughs> I've tried multiple times to get through the first film and I can't. Somebody recently told me you should watch The Hobbit because it's the prequel story. So maybe you can watch the prequel and get into it. So I have started The Hobbit. Yeah, I haven't even watched that. I'm I'm about an hour into it so far. I um, liked I liked Lord of the Rings when I first watched it. I watched it in theaters and I was into the hype, but I've tried to go back and watch it since, and it just it's just tough to get through. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's just personal. Again, this is, we're two guys' personal opinions. Um, you've got uh, go ahead. You look like you're about to say something. I see on many lists. Toy Story 2 and Toy Story 3. Yeah, I had Toy Story Toy Story 3 on my list too. Yeah, we just we talked about it recently. What episode was that? Did we, did, we we did Pixar. We did Pixar movies and I had Toy Story 3 as one of my top ones for sure. Uh that- Mental Floss says Toy Story 2 comes in at number 9. Best sequels of all time according to Rotten Tomatoes. Toy Story 2 is number 2 on their list. Toy wow. Story 3 is number 5. Yeah. So those, I mean, we talked about it at length. Toy Story is just can't go wrong. One that I am, compl- I I don't know if I've even seen it, but it's on every single list. Paddington Two, same. Have you seen Paddington? I seen Paddington two? One. <laughs> I have I have seen Paddington One. I don't think I've ever seen Paddington Two, but it is so high on every list. It's number one on Rotten Tomatoes. It is. Uh, where's it at? Well, maybe they left it off of their list. Time has it on theirs. Variety has it on theirs. Watch Mojo, I know, had it on theirs because I saw that earlier. So it, it's high on every list. It must be just. I don't. I, yeah, I feel like I have to go watch Paddington 2 now. Now, is it just that much better than the original or is it just a just, again, objectively fantastic film? I don't know because we haven't seen it, but it has. It's been on every single list. I, I don't know the plot. I don't know who's in it. I remember it coming out. Paddington now a happily se- now happily settled with the Brown family. I thought you were going to say a happily single bear. <laughs> <laughs> and a popular member of the local community picks up a series of odd jobs to buy the perfect present for his aunt Lucy's 100th birthday, only for the gift to be stolen. Wow. Wait, I have seen I feel like I have seen Paddington too. It gets a 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb. Maybe I haven't seen it. I know I haven't seen it. Yeah, the more I see of this trailer, I don't think I have. But it has, let's see, who's in it? Probably a bunch of people you don't know. And probably a lot of British actors. Yeah. I don't don't know these people. Um, We also have like a slew. I mean, of course, there's a slew of superhero sequels. Uh, I'm just going to rattle off a few. Spider-Man 2. With Tobey Maguire. Was probably the better of that franchise. It was. Uh, Thor Ragnarok, hands down the best of the Thor, Thor movies. Funny, action-packed. Yeah. You, okay. you got uh, Krog. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, <laughs> Logan. It's probably the best of the Wolverine movies. So you've got a lot of superhero movies, obviously, that have a lot of sequels. Terminator 2, I've seen on a lot of lists. A lot of lists. I think it may have been better than the original. I think so. Um, Here's the other one I was struggling. I had Christmas Vacation and Home Alone 2. Home Alone 2 is very good. I love Home Alone 2. Lauren Lauren often says she she likes it. I like it better. You like it better? I like it better. I think it's funnier. I I just, I like it better than number one. I, I think I still like number one better. 
I will say the pacing is a little bit better in two, but I, I think I'm... I'm and another one, this one I wanted to put on my list. It would not be on anybody else's list, but for me... National Treasure 2. National Treasure <laughs> 2 would go on my list. Me and Lauren watched National Treasure the other day. The first time in a while. When it comes to rewatchability, those two movies, I watch them... <laughs> Uh, what about Rush Hour 2? I don't were think you, I've ever were you seen in the it. Rush Hour movies. Chris Tucker, Jackie Chan. I saw that on somebody's list. I was like, I got to put that at least as a as a mention because it's good. Okay. I think I've, I've made my decision on four. Oh, hold on. Okay. I'm holding. <laughs> How about Skyfall? Is that it? That was right here. Oh, <laughs> that was what I was going to mention. Okay, Skyfall. You could go down a whole list of James Bond movies. Goldfinger. Yes. Casino Road. No Time to Die. There's so many good ones. But Skyfall, I think. Spectre was also very good. But Skyfall is the best. Daniel Craig. It's the best of the Craig. For sure. Better than any Pierce Brosnan. Um, I think Pierce Brosnan was overrated as Bond. I absolutely agree. We need to do a whole Bond episode. Although I, I would probably put him ahead of Roger Moore. I didn't like Roger Moore. Roger Moore, yeah. To Connery. me, Bond is Connery and Craig. That's absolutely those right. two guys. Yeah. You had a couple other oddballs that that may have kind been one offs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Skyfall was just top to bottom. Oh it was. Gosh. I remember leaving that theater going, "My gosh, that was a good movie." I have. I had this discussion last week. And I have some friends that are, one of my friends has never seen any James Bond movie. Oh, really? And a couple of the others of us have tried over the last year to get him to watch some of them. And there was a, there was a deal last week, I think, like the Daniel Craig collection was on sale pretty cheap. So we were trying to convince him to buy those and watch some of the Craig films. He likes action movies. He thinks John Wick is one of the greatest franchises of all time. So I went and watched John Wick finally a couple of uh, in the last year. And I just, yeah, it's got a lot of action in it. The storyline is terrible to Thank John you. Wick. Thank you. It is nothing but just shooting. So yeah, if you like that, yeah, you, you, it's got a lot of CGI and stunts and all of this killing and stuff in it. But the, the story itself, like who's, you're not even invested. I thought it was awful. I, I was about to hit the boo button. My, I am the black sheep in my family when it comes to John Wick. My my brother, my dad, they love it. They think it's great. And I, I remember they hyped it up so much. This was back when the first John Wick was 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 pretty new. And uh, they hyped it up. And so I was like, okay, I'll watch it. It must be really good. I'll watch it. Like, he did all that for a puppy? Like, <laughs> I just the, the, you're right. The story for me, just I was just taken out of it. And again, I know it has its major fans, and it's even got its own spinoff on like the, uh, the what's it the called? Hotel. The hotel yeah. thing, yeah. I just can't do it. The I mean, Bond franchise is so better. far superior Absolutely. in every way. You get the action, especially in these later Daniel Craig films. Yeah. Plus, you get the story with it. Absolutely. It is, and then I would I would say the Bourne series is better than John Wick. Yeah, at least the first three. Like Bourne Ultimatum is a really good sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We even talk about those. Yeah, there's 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 really good ones out there. So I and I've seen John Wick. You know, it's, I think four came out in the last year or two. Yeah, and I watched it just to satisfy my friends. And I, I, it just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I mean, if you love it, great. We don't want to yuck your yum, but like. It, I don't. I, it's just all action with no 
there's not real. There's no depth. There's no plot depth to it. So yeah, Skyfall. Plus, you know, Adele, the song from Adele. Yeah. Great song to start out with. Just the whole plot of Skyfall was just fantastic. We have our eight, Aaron, and I feel pretty good about it. I don't think there we have any egregious ones left out. I know a lot of people would say that we did not put any of the Harry Potter. I have I'm I not, have still not watched Harry Potter. You know, I grew up, uh, I was not allowed to watch Harry Potter in my <laughs> home growing up. So finally, a couple years ago, I was like, I'm going to watch Harry Potter. And I don't feel like I missed anything in my childhood. <laughs> I haven't watched Harry Potter. Maybe if I had watched it as a kid, I'd yeah. have that attachment to it. But as a 34-year or 33-year-old, 32-year-old man going back to watch Harry Potter... It just didn't live up to the hype that yeah. I've heard from it, and it's not it's not going to be on my list ever. We saw something about Harry Potter a week or so ago, and I said I, I mentioned to Lauren, I was like, we I still have not seen that, and she goes, we had all the time in the world during COVID to watch it, <laughs> we just never did. It just was not you know high on my list to watch, but. I feel like, though, this is a wonderful time to talk about movies. It happens to be snowing outside of our art. Yes. But during the winter, it's just kind of a good time. Oh, yeah. Not a lot to do outside. So it gets dark early. So, yeah. you know, you can just kind of, in our case, put the kid to bed and, and put a movie, a tr attempt to watch a movie. Exactly. Uh, and you guys notoriously just don't finish it that night yeah like i like i said i started the hobbit about a week ago and i've watched an hour of it I and i'll it, i'll come back to the story again i just break it up i just can't do it <laughs> it's so hard for me to do that i just can't oh my gosh okay um we're gonna hold off on worst yep we want to do a full worst episode later we're, we're gonna try something with with the worst things uh later on um we don't have any feedback um we uh well, we have some feedback. I'm just not going to wade through it. Uh, New Year, we want to we want to hear some of your feedback. So, hit us up on all the socials, on the TikToks, on on the on the stuff at Best Things Pod. Uh, I haven't even told you this yet. Um, our phone number five eight five Bestie five. Don't call that number. <laughs> Apparently, it has to be act be actively used uh, to to stay with because it was just a Google phone number. And since we were off for a while. It went away. <laughs> we don't have that number anymore. <laughs> okay. So you can't call us. So you can't call us. But, I mean, you can. Uh, let me give you Aaron's number. You can just call him. <laughs> call him. <laughs> uh, so hit us up on the socials. That's where you want to hit us up. Or email feedback at bestthingspod.com. Dot com. Ready to bracket? Let's bracket. Here we go. If you want to be the best, you have to beat the rest. This is the Best Things Bracket. We're sneaking up to March. Gosh, we are. We're going to hear that music soon. Yeah, it's getting here fast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, how this works, we're about to bracket out these top eight, and we're going to figure out once and for all which one is the best movie sequel of all time. We're going to give it a 3-2-1 count. If we agree, it moves on. If we disagree, we rate them 1-10, to 10 and highest score advances. Here we I, go. Uh, let me just, uh, before you do this, are you certain... That you want Skyfall at four? I feel that's a tad bit disrespectful. I do too, but 
I mean, I would. It would be swapping Winter Soldier and. and <sighs> it's gonna lose no matter what. We didn't even talk about Civil War. I don't think we discussed Civil War. We didn't talk about Civil. War. It's also a very good. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I. I don't think it matters. I think I can swap either one of those, and I don't think it's gonna gonna matter. Okay, here we go. Best movie sequel of all time. Round one. Top Gun Maverick versus Skyfall. Three, two, one. Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. And I hate that. I do too. Round, uh, still round one. Empire Strikes Back versus Captain America Winter Soldier. Three, two, one. Empire. Empire. And I hate that. <laughs> We're not going to be happy with, with hardly any of these, I think. Uh, the Dark Knight versus Christmas Vacation. Three, two, one. Christmas Dark Vacation. Knight. Are you serious? Ah, okay. let, let me just attempt to make a case for it, because I feel like it deserves the chance. Do you want to swap yours for Skyfall? <laughs> what? Do you want to swap out Christmas Vacation to get Skyfall? It gives it a better chance. Christmas Vacation might be one of the top five or three most quotable movies of all time. Dark Knight is not. Mm. Advantage Christmas Vacation and quotability. Might no, no, no. You can't disagree with that. No way, no Why how. so serious? <laughs> Some people just want to watch the world burn. Some good quotes, but not as quotable as Christmas Vacation. If, I'm Batman. <laughs> doesn't count. If we just went quote for quote for quote, I think the list is going to be much longer for Christmas Vacation. I think that's a check mark for Christmas Vacation. Okay. Secondly, we're talking, we have put a seasonal movie that people only watch one month out of the year up against a movie that can be watched at any time. I think that speaks volumes for how great Christmas Vacation is. Okay. That's a check mark for it, right? <laughs> Would you not agree with that? I, no. <laughs> you don't you don't think that that is no, that th th doesn't carry some weight for vacation? No, that's like Tulane last year did not deserve to be in the national championship just cuz they were the best G5 school. Wait, no, no, no. I, so you, you're you saying that Christmas Vacation doesn't deserve to be on this list? I said they deserve to be on the list, but not to... They okay, deserve so where they are. The fourth, the eighth spot. Ignore, they, they made it in. Congratulations. That's their win. Ignore at the moment the movie that it's facing. Okay. And just answer Still the question number that eight. I'm asking. Does the fact that we added a movie that is so seasonal not speak for the greatness of that movie compared to everything else that's on that list. Agree. That's why it's number eight. It made it. That's its win. Congratulations. You made it to the dance, but you're going we're, home. That's why we're continuing to add quotability. Okay. Congratulations. You're number eight. It's time to go home. It has a bigger following today than the Dark Knight would strongly disagree okay how many stores did we go in while we were christmas shopping this year and see anything dark night related and how much christmas vacation stuff was on the shelves for a month out of the year go go in those same stores in february <laughs> in february yeah any other month of the year dark Pick night's one, not June. gonna be in there in february yes they are what you're gonna see I don't joker see stuff you're gonna see batman stuff you're gonna see 
Okay, Batman's an entire franchise. Okay. Not just the Dark Knight. Check in his favor. Sure. We got to go to the card. We got to go to the numbers. <laughs> Dark Knight, one to ten. Three, two, one, nine. What? I'm, I'm trying to. You're looking up your IMDb's? Yeah. I, I'll go off of it. That's fine with me. Okay. Christmas Vacation gets a seven. <laughs> this is just going to decide. I'm not even going to vote. And I gave it 10 <laughs> to The Dark Knight. You just you just wanted to fight for it. You I I felt like it needed, it needed that. Dark Knight advances. All right. Avengers Infinity War versus The Last Crusade. I still wish those were together, Infinity War and Endgame, but we digress. All right, Avengers versus Last Crusade 3. Don't <laughs> allow <laughs> recency bias to fog your mind. Okay, I will not. Three, two, one, Avengers. Infinity War. Right. <laughs> when did you watch Last Crusade last? It's been a couple of years. Okay. Yeah. I think that you should rewatch it. I do need to. I want to I want to watch right after I watched Dial of Destiny. I was like I need to go back and just watch them all the whole, straight through. Yeah. Cuz I do that with Marvel movies a lot. I'll do that with other Star Wars. I need to do, do it with some other franchises as Cause well. Cuz my my concern is we've got so many new films that are up here on this Agreed. list that Agreed. we're potentially doing a disservice to some of the all-time classics. But in their credit, the these three that the new ones that have come out I mean, Dark Knight now is 20, what, 12 20, years 20, old. Uh, 2008. Yeah, it's it's getting up there. Um, but they, they did a good job. You just can't deny it. Okay, Top Gun Maverick versus Empire Strikes Back. Whew. Mm. Three. So this is uh, my these movies. Are, yeah, these are your two. And your two are at the bottom. Okay. Look at that. Wow. Tell you what, we'll tie break. No, we just need to keep our normal format. Yeah, just keep the format. Maverick versus Empire. Three, two, one. Empire. Maverick. Okay. Top Gun Maverick. Uh, what, one. Why? Why Empire over Maverick? Because I can I can easily be swayed. I think it's just when I think of Star Wars, everything stemmed from Empire for me, and I think that set up this entire universe. Whereas, like you said, Maverick just kind of puts a bow on it. Maverick's incredible. And, I, and just like you were saying with Avengers, I, I, I'm trying not to let recency bias take over. And I think Empire is probably just so iconic and so classic. I think in the long term, Empire will still be strong. Maverick will be good, but I don't think it will be as strong as Empire. Yeah. Let, let's let's move Empire ahead. Okay. Like I said, I'm I'm I love both of them. That's the and I, I was very torn. That's the rare Craig uh, getting you getting Aaron over his side. Yeah, that, well, that never happens. It's I'm not used to it in my marriage either. In my family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dark Knight versus Avengers. Three, two, one. Avengers. Dark Knight. Okay, Dark Knight. One to ten. Three, two, one, nine. Ten. Is it 19? Avengers, 3, 2, 1, 10. Is it 19? I just went off my IMDb ratings. Oh, I I've got them both as okay, 10. Okay, hold on. Let me do that. Let, let me do, do you, that. Yeah, see if you have them ranked. 
I, I don't know what else I can do. They're both fantastic movies. I think that the, I think that the cliffhanger, the ending, the way that Avengers was set up gives it that advantage over Dark Knight. Okay. Hey, Apple Pencil. You've got Dark Knight as a 10 as I well. Do. I do. That gives it a 20. Infinity War. Come on. Be a perfect score. Da, 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 da. Wow. Nine! nine. Dark Knight. Why do you have that as a nine? I don't know. I don't know. After your entire setup and talk on this podcast, I would need to see what else you have ranked as a 10 because I, I feel like Infinity War might be underranked there at a 9. It might be. We digress. Empire Strikes Back versus the Dark Knight. I think this is, this is a worthy matchup for the final. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. Empire Strikes Back versus Dark Knight. 3, 2, 1. The Empire. Dark Knight. Okay. Empire Strikes Back. Oops. Sorry for the dead air for a second. We're, I'm, I'm typing. I don't know if you are. I'm trying to do it with my left hand. That's not working very well. All right. Empire, three, two, one, eight. Nine. Dark Knight, three, two, one, ten. ten. Dark Knight, congratulations. I'm not super happy about this. I feel, I do too. I, I don't know. Uh, Mental Floss has Dark Knight number one and Empire Strikes Back number three. Wow, so we're On not the, far off. We're not far off. They had Terminator 2 number two. Um... Better than which one's better than the original? Um, would you say either of them are better than the original? Yes, I would say they're both better. Than Empire the is better than A New Hope. I think they're both better. Dark than the Knight original. is better than Batman Begins. I think the gap is bigger with Empire, though. Yeah, Batman Begins is a really solid movie. Yeah, it and is. I think New Hope is a really solid movie too, but I think Empire takes such a big leap that that's why I would say it's the better sequel. Okay, let's let's do this. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna retroactively go back here. <laughs> let's not go IMDB. Okay. Let's go just gut. Yeah. Empire. Three, two, one, nine. Yeah, nine. And then Dark Knight. Three, two, one, nine. Eight. So that would give Empire. Just based on that. Just based on your gut reaction. I feel good about that. I think that's the right. That's, yeah, we got it right that time. And I think the reason why is because we were talking overall movies. This is sequels. Yes. And I think there there, there has to be some distinction there. Yes. Because I think the, the Dark Knight is a better movie. Yes. Because it's got better effects. It's got better, better, better. It's got, a, but you also have 30 years more experience in filmmaking. Yes. And, and once again, everything that you mentioned about what the groundwork that empire laid moving forward for the franchise can't be discounted either. Right. Um, we were going to see 
more Batman movies. Yeah. Yeah, that was a given. It, it was going to happen. It's a great movie, but Batman Begins is also a good movie. I don't mm-hmm. I, mean, I didn't even look at my ranking on it, but I love Batman Begins. I do too, yeah. But the difference between New Hope and Empire, I think, is a bigger gap than mm-hmm. it is between Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. I agree. And then everything that the that Empire Strikes Back did for absolutely that agree. franchise. I feel good. I feel good about it. I'm happy with it. We have a decision to make now, though. It may be the best thing today, but is it the best thing of all time? It's time for the best thing battle. We have the Empire Strikes Back versus a Baconator. (laughs) Now, what's funny is I went back and listened to the end of of our Wendy's episode, which, by the way, this is episode 101. Uh, And because it had been like a month or so, I was like, well, how did we end it? Who won? And it's funny because we said Baconator is not going to last very long because we have Christmas stuff coming up. <laughs> well, bypass he got he got away with it. It got away with murder here. Oh. <laughs> and I hate that we didn't get some Christmas stuff in because we had talked about some Christmas episodes. Man, yeah. I just hate. Uh, I guess we'll try to get it in this year. We'll do it. We'll do a Christmas in July just for you. How about oh that? yeah. <laughs> okay, so we have Baconator as the best thing from Wendy's versus The Empire Strikes Back, which is the best sequel. Which one of these is just the best thing? You can only have one of these. Which one are you having? In three, two, one. Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Back. Nope, that's the wrong. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Empire Strikes Back, new champion. Absolutely, yeah. We we knew Baconator wasn't gonna last very long. It's a it's a bacon burger. I mean, it's delicious. This is the best thing at Wendy's, but it doesn't beat. And Empire if it goes Strikes away. Back. Every other restaurant has a bacon burger. You can go find a bacon burger. I can make my own bacon burger. Uh, absolutely. I can probably make my own baconator better than Wendy's baconator. So. <laughs> no doubt. All right. Congratulations, Empire Star Wars. Uh, a little film that nobody's ever heard of uh, happened to win this bracket. So hopefully it, <laughs> it, can, it can have some notoriety. You, you know about it now. <laughs> I want to know. I think that there's going to be some pushback from people. Because you have to be a Star Wars fan, right, to enjoy this movie? Honestly, you know what, Empire? I don't know that you have to be. I mean, it helps, definitely. But I think there's there's so much going on with Empire, self-contained in the movie, that I think you, if, if you're not a Star Wars fan, I think you could still appreciate it. I know, I personally know some non-Star Wars fans that listen to the podcast. I'm hoping that they'll give us some feedback on that. Yeah, please uh, let us know. We want it, we want your feedback. But then, I mean, if we had chosen the Dark Knight, do you have to be a fan of? It's uh, good point. Batman. I feel like it's less of. I mean, l- let's let's look at this list: Top Gun, Maverick, Skyfall, Empire Strikes Back, Winter Soldier, Dark Knight, Vaca- Christmas Vacation, Avengers, and Last Crusade. Are there any of these that you don't have? I think Christmas Vacation might be the only one that you don't have to have cared about the original at all. Uh, I would say Skyfall. You think? I mean, it's, I guess it could stand alone, but I mean, it helped. I guess all the Bond Last, movies are really just kind of standalones, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, there there was some continuation in the Craig stories. Yeah, most of his did but have some kind of I think that they could also, you could watch it and enjoy it, I think. But really, those are maybe. Last Crusade? May, might. Maybe. Might. I guess Top Gun. Mm, 
Let me see. Top Gun Maverick. Lauren did not watch Top Gun until after Top Gun Maverick. Oh. And so I think <laughs> it, it was connected, but I don't know. I don't know. They'll they'll let us know, I'm sure. They will. Hopefully. The the non Star Wars fans. Do you have anything else, Aaron? I don't. I'm I'm plumb out. Plumb out. All right. Well, that'll do it then. Thanks for listening. Happy 2024, everybody. Looking forward to another great year. He says peace, or is that a hold up? I got two things. <laughs> I was going to say mental floss actually list. I was looking to see if they had panning to two on their list and they don't, but then I noticed at the top of their article it says if you're outraged at the conspicuous absence of, say, Paddington 2. You can upvote it on the full list. Oh. So that's one that I haven't seen. I got to go watch Paddington too. Yes, so I may have to come back and retro retroactively say Paddington Two is the greatest sequel of all time. Maybe according to some places, we well, didn't even go to Ranker today, and I'm disappointed by that. That's true. Do you want to know what Ranker said before we leave? G- give me their give me their top eight. Let's see how they match up with our top eight. Number eight, John Wick Two. Oh, help me, Rhonda. Seven, Captain America Winter Soldier. Okay. Six, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Goodness. Five, Godfather 2. Okay. Number four, Aliens. I saw Aliens on a few, too. I'm not a big fan. Yeah. Number three, Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Number two, The Dark Knight. Okay. Number one, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Wow. I need to rewatch Judgment Day. It's been a long time. I've watched it in the last couple of years. Really? It was okay. Yeah. But the people are with us, though. Star Wars, yeah. uh, Empire Strikes Back, and The Dark Knight in the top three. So we, we're not that far off. We're not we far off. We can't be that no. wrong. I feel better. Yep. Okay, for the best things, I am Craig. I'm Aaron. We'll talk at you next time. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Best Things Podcast. If you liked today's episode, subscribe and leave us a review wherever you're listening now. And remember, connect with us on the socials at Best Things Pod, and you may hear your take on an upcoming episode.